Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus the Christ. Our text this day, as we observe the festival of St. Stephen Martyr, is from Acts chapter 7. As they were stoning Stephen, he called out, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And falling to his knees, he cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. This is the word of the Lord. You may be seated. You've likely heard the expression, grace under fire. It's used to describe a person who remains cool, calm, and collected when under stress or facing pressure. Such a person doesn't get rattled. He keeps his wits about him and doesn't let the situation get the best of him. The expression is so common and the quality so highly esteemed that there was even a TV sitcom in the 90s that used it for the title. Anybody remember the show Grace Under Fire? about a single mother of three whose name was Grace and the struggles that she faced in life as she raised those kids alone. Grace was under fire. The irony came, of course, in that the character Grace didn't always handle herself or respond to her circumstances gracefully. But showing grace under fire could well be used to describe the basic character of the Christian faith and of the life of those who follow Jesus. Recall his teaching in the Sermon on the Mount in response to the commonly understood teaching of an eye for an eye. You have heard that it was said, eye for eye and tooth for tooth. But I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. And if anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, hand over your coat as well. If anyone forces you to go one mile, go with them too. Jesus makes very clear in his teaching that those who would follow him will look different compared to the rest of the world around them. He even extends this as far as to say, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Now that's truly radical, counter-cultural behavior. And it's the very definition of grace under fire. The deacon Stephen displayed such grace under fire. Stephen was one of the men chosen in the first part of Acts chapter 6 to oversee the distribution of food among the congregation. Our text tells us that he was also full of God's grace and power, witnessing boldly to Christ and doing great signs, much like the apostles themselves. Stephen's great faith showed itself in confession, declaring to all 
who Jesus was and what he had done. This, of course, did not please the Jewish leaders of his day because to confess Christ was to condemn them. And they wouldn't sit idly by while such supposed blasphemy against Moses and God was taking place. When demanded to give answer for his confession, Stephen lays out a long and detailed defense of Christ from the Hebrew Scriptures, most of which our text for today omits due to the length. But beginning from Abraham and the patriarchs, through Moses and the Exodus, to the settlement in the Promised Land, he shows how faith in the Christ has always been God's plan, not in outward devotion to the law, the priesthood, and the temple worship. He concludes where our text picks back up with a scathing indictment of the leaders. Stephen speaks the truth, a truth that they were not willing to hear. You are just like your ancestors. You always resist the Holy Spirit. Was there ever a prophet your ancestors did not persecute? They even killed those who predicted the coming of the righteous one. And now you have betrayed and murdered him. Well, naturally, this enraged the council members. And they sought to put him to death. But while they were stoning him, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he fell on his knees and cried out, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. Now that's grace under fire. Even while being actively put to death, Stephen demonstrates grace for those who were murdering him. He prays for their forgiveness and entrusts himself to his Savior's care, trusting the words of his Lord and his resurrection victory over even death and the grave. He didn't retaliate or fight back. He didn't curse them or call down fire from heaven to consume them or expect any sort of supernatural rescue or vindication. He simply re resigns himself to God's will and falls asleep in the loving arms of Jesus. That's not our typical response to those who do us wrong. When we're mistreated, we want revenge. We'd rather go down fighting. When someone hurts me, I'm going to hurt them back. The Apostle James instructs us, everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. We're more often quick to speak and slow to listen. For some of us, anger is our default setting. 
Why should I forgive them, we say? I don't want to love my enemies or do good to those who hurt me. Why should I bless them or be kind to them after what they've done to me? They simply don't deserve it. But that's the very thing that makes grace, grace. It's undeserved. The greatest grace of all, the most undeserved kindness and favor of all was shown to us by our Lord Jesus Christ. He didn't just teach about grace. He ate, drank, slept, lived, breathed, and died grace. He is grace in the flesh. He left his Father's throne and became man to suffer and die for man who rejected him. We are sinful people. We don't deserve God's goodness or kindness or compassion or pity. We've inherited our lost condition from Adam and Eve and are by nature spiritually blind, dead, and enemies of God. We don't fear Him as we ought. We don't love Him with our whole hearts. We don't trust that He is truly for us, that He is good. We would rather rely on ourselves than to commit our lives into His gracious hand. But God demonstrates His own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. The just for the unjust, the sinless for the sinful, the righteous for the unrighteous, God for the ungodly. Jesus is grace in the flesh, taking our sins upon himself and subjecting himself to the Father's will in death. And he's given us his own righteousness in its place. Amazing love. How can it be that you, my King, would die for me? We're forgiven because he was forsaken. We're accepted. He was condemned. And notice how our Lord lived grace even while dying. He prayed for his murderers. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. He blessed while being put to death. And instead of fighting back or seeking revenge, he entrusted himself to his Father's care. Into your hands I commit my spirit. Trusting in Jesus, Stephen was empowered to do the very same thing. He lived grace even under fire. 
How was he able to do it? There's one more detail that we dare not overlook in this text. Stephen was full of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit empowered this response of faith and grace under fire within Stephen. He didn't come up with it on its own. Well, that's fine for Stephen, you may say. But what about me? I'm not so full of the Holy Spirit. Are you sure? Because if you've been baptized, you are full of the Holy Spirit. That Spirit has been poured out on you richly through that water connected with God's Word. The same Spirit that Stephen had, and in just the same amount, fully and completely. You receive the Holy Spirit in God's Word of grace, the absolution by which your sins were forgiven again here this day. He has fulfilled in you the promise He spoke by His prophet Ezekiel. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit in you. I will and move you to follow my decrees. He will move us to grace under fire. For the sake of Christ, who has died and risen again for us, He has filled us with His Spirit so that we too, like Stephen, may be bold and confident, even in the face of trial. We can confess Him gladly, even if it should mean death. We can bear witness to Him, love our enemies, and bless those who hurt us. We can commend our whole life, even its end, to Christ our Lord, trusting His resurrection victory over even death and the grave, and fall asleep in His loving arms. His grace under fire makes ours possible. Amen. The peace of God which passes understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus.